did not <laughs> I was like, you didn't even ask if I was I'm ready. Like, no, just I have, a, I have a can. <laughs> We're going back to the can crack. All right, here we go. Wait, fuck. All right, here we go. Ah, fucking A. Jesus Christ, who made this? I'm going lefty. Lefty. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. You heard that one. Why are you are Why? I feel, like, I feel like you should put it up in front of the camera and maybe like have your mic close to the camera because just like you off to the side. <laughs> I can see for the YouTube viewers, of which there are many, that would be an odd thing, <laughs> me leaning back like that. It's fair. Like we're, you know, this is how we do it though. Like we, we yeah. crack cans into mics. Sometimes we pour cans into glasses and it makes no sound. No sound, you know, you just never know. Um, yeah, no um, puns allowed. We've got so much football I to know. actually talk I'm about. I'm kind of excited. Um, there's actual football. Uh, we got video game news, which got me which got me jazzed yes. up. I get to break into my pseudo football slash game developer mode. I love that mode, by the way. It's like a smug, here's how the sausage is made type of thing. Um you were the first person I thought of when I saw this news this I, uh, morning. And I saw that you were tweeting a lot I know. today, too. It's so. like, this is the shit that gets me to tweet now. Do you want to, should we just start right there? Like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we are now a year and probably a year and two months away from EA NCAA football coming back. And now we know that the game is going to have real players. So, um, yes. I am not surprised by this. I'll give you my quick two cents. Um, the, I think this is why now making games is hard. We've talked about this pod before because it's what I sort of do for the day job. But um, mm -hmm. I think part of this was to get the shit together on getting real players. I think if you were to launch this yes. game without them, it would be like womp womp. Like it would be weird. People would still love it. I'd worship it. Whatever. But now you get them involved. It's awesome for the players. This is going to be a fucking event. When this game launches, it yeah. is going to be a massive event. So I am. At the first, my my initial thought is this had to happen and it did, and um, like I don't know the buzz surrounding this game, and of course we're close to it. I'm we're you know, I I think it's going to be unlike any in terms of like cult following sporting game we've had. Like that release is going to be massive, and a big part of it's going to be authenticity with the game and now the players. So this is a really good thing for the, for us, for EA, for the players, for everybody. Absolutely. And honestly, it's kind of like a full circle moment because, you know, one of the main drivers towards getting NIL to happen was this game. And the fact that, like, there was obviously a lawsuit and the reason the game stopped was because of the fact that, you know, they were using the name, image, and likeness of players and they were not receiving compensation for that. So it is kind of a full circle moment for, like, NIL finally reaching... Cause to be um, clear for those who haven't seen like the, the full story is that they are negotiating NIL so that players will be compensated for their name, image, and likeness in the game, um, which is great. I think it's overall super exciting. I never actually played the video game. I know what? that's never had, I stopped, I mean, I stopped playing video games at like, I don't know, 12. Okay. What the fuck? And I just never played sports that video games. That felt a little judgy, if I'm being honest. No, no, no. It's just I. <laughs> to the guy. It was to not the guy judgy that at all. Literally makes video I mean, games. Like you know. I, like I mean, 12. I. You forget that I have like a little brother who's almost twenty three years old and still plays video games. I know that that ne never stops. I also have friends that are married whose husbands still play I mean, video games. I know I'm very aware of it. 
Um, but I'm not like a big gamer girl. It's not my thing. Um, but yeah, I actually, I think it's, I think I was traumatized. This is like oh, a therapy Jesus. session. I think it was traumatizing because my college boyfriend played FIFA all the time in college. And oh, I was like, no. right, why well, did it take right, this cool. turn? No. I know, right? No, no, no. But I just. Fuck. <laughs> because. No, no, no. I just have not. I never played the. I never played sports video games. Like when I was playing video games, it was like driving video games or um, like Mary Kate and Ashley. Like super I, uh, thing. That's awesome. By the way, the last part, I don't want that to go unnoticed. Um, I, <laughs> I've told it before. I think I owe part of my being a part of college football and Twitter and BR, uh, all of it to this video game. Because yeah. that. I found a niche of like simming these sim like before it was like the in thing to do to simulate seasons and games. This is like what I did on my blog before twenty twenty before twenty twenty. <laughs> so like I I had people on Twitter today like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna live stream your Sims? I'm like, oh man, this is mm -hmm. shit I need to figure out. Also, where is it gonna go? Yeah, Who the hell's gonna do like all this shit I gotta figure out. So this this might be a stupid question, but like, would you do something like that on like a Twitch? This, yes, yes, I do have a Twitch. Okay. I see. I'm totally. I'm no, not totally. Out no, of the you, I know you some of it, into but... it, but you got it. Um, but yeah. I, I like. I literally since that it was asked a couple of times today. I'm like, huh. I don't know how because what I would do is I would simulate. I mean, this is going back. I would take pictures with my phone of my TV. I would crop them and put them into my blog of like people winning the Heisman, who won the games, Which... and, and what. Like fucking dinosaur shit. By the way, huge yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah, no, just huge for you because I know how you are oh, with no. technology. I was a, I was so. good at this shit back then, kind of. But <laughs> I, I loved it. And every week it was like, how would they do against the spread? It was like, it was an event. So yeah. I do need to figure that stuff out because we are going to be doing that shit. Yeah. Maybe here. Maybe this is the place to house all video game simming. Um I mean, I'm I'm down to try and to learn that also I'm very competitive. EA. So let's go. Um that would I think would make for excellent content. Um, on this pod, but I will say I do know how important this game is to college football in general, just because of like I knew who were like the, being the cover player was like a big deal. So I'm definitely aware of that. Just never played it myself. So maybe there's no time like the present, you know, when the new one comes if out. If you're if you're like uh, I'm, try I was trying to think of this earlier, right? Because we won't get Caleb Williams, uh, we won't get Drake May, but if you're like an electric true freshman, right, or a sophomore, mm -hmm. you're like. You're going to be in this game today. You're thinking about, like, I'm going to be able to, like, I will be in the next version of this game. And it's got to be a really mm -hmm. cool feeling, right? Like, I'm going to yeah. be actually playable. No more bullshit. Like, this is going to be me, if, assuming they want to be in. So, um, I honestly think this is kind of like, I'll, I'll compare it to this. F1 had a resurgence with Drive to Survive. Like, you can you can correlate. Yes, at least to a degree, the success of the sport back to no, the, you can back to especially the, in to America. The show. Yeah. I think that college football is okay. going to enjoy a bit of a similar like rub. I, I really yes. do. I think it's that large of a release that you're going to have that. Um, well, we've talked about this before. I think like FIFA was a huge yeah. deal for like Americans to get into like world football, essentially, um, and like that's how like my brother started like caring about like the premier league so i think um i know matt turner who plays on the u.s men's national team and also on arsenal um he was like yeah i became an arsenal fan because it was like listed in alphabetical order on fifa and i played fifa and like so i think it's definitely one of those things that could give oh, it a yeah. little bit of a resurgence 
Not that people aren't watching college no, football because no, they are. I, I don't and, want to... and we're finding new ways to get them interested by rearranging everything. Um, but I do think, I, to your point, I, I absolutely think it will see sort of a resurgence from people who maybe have checked out a bit or don't have like a team that they're super passionate and associated with. From what I've heard from people that are like either associated with this or near it, so much mm-hmm. emphasis is being put on the traditional component, college teams, songs, mascots, like like they're really, and, the and I agree, like People ask me today, how would I approach this game? Which is a fun question. As a game, someone who designs games, I would start right there. College football is so like is so different than it was. So the way that they're going to build out, like the transfer portal, but even recruiting, it's not going to be perfect, in my opinion, year one, because there's so much that you want to do to not overwhelm people. Like to the diehard, you're going to be like, this transfer portal is boring, right? Like recruiting is the same way. You have to like manage how in-depth you want to get at this stuff. Like, you know, um, it's mm-hmm. so different. I think if they make a really good game, obviously Madden's had all sorts of bugs and shit. If they make a clean game and they have an extra year to do so with real players and just load up on pageantry and incorporate, sure, the transfer portal at the end of each season. Imagine you're doing Arizona and you're like, you go in and it's like, okay, we're going to vie for this kid who's transferring from this school. That's going to be fun as shit. Like, I am palpably excited for this but i'm a big fucking nerd and also this is good for business this i don't know how this will be good for business for the pod or for me but (laughs) it will be good for business um in some way so i i am this i don't know why but there's been a series of announcements over the last like i don't know since 2001 i guess is when they announced it was kind of reviving which is way too early i know this one to me for some reason like it's real. It's a year out. Like, get ready. And it's like, holy shit. Like, we're almost there. Yeah. I do also love the stock photo that they use every single time of the confetti yes. on the field. And it's like, you can't tell. That there's no, like, logos involved. But it just it very much makes and, me excited. And there will be, um, you know that during this season, they will be teasing the shit out of this. You're going to see during the tra- national championship of the upcoming year, there will be a trailer. Like, they're they're going to lean into how much we obsess over this shit and it's only going to make it that much crazier. So, oh, can't fucking wait. They've already sucked you in. It's not even take my money. It's like, I'm going to build a fucking website to house all this shit. I'm in. (laughs) Fucking, like, let's go. Let's go. Um, Okay, now, how will EA tackle realignment? That is a great question. And realignment is sort of back in the news. Before we talk about realignment, like the specifics surrounding the ACC, when when you hear okay. like a realignment rumor now, are you like, mm-hmm. is it like how do you treat it? Like, does it still resonate? Like, are you still like on as guard maybe as you were, or like has the whole crazy seismic nature of all this just like you're like yeah wow yeah ACC might blow up that's interesting. Like, where are you and like how you react to this type of news? Definitely the latter, because I just expect it now. Like, before, like, having USC and UCLA was really big. I mean, I kind of knew that the SEC could expand, so I wasn't really shocked by that. I think um, we just heard so many different rumors and so many things put out there that, like, I don't think that anything is, like not real or just rumors now like I'm I could it's completely going to change and I expect the landscape to change um and specifically the ACC rumor that came out there was like seven schools checking to see if they yes what 
what it would cost them to get out of their media rights deals. Like, that's not surprising at all. Like, of all the conferences, I feel like, you know, the Pac-12, it's been very open and out there, but we haven't really heard much from the ACC on, like, what's going on there. I know there was a conversation about maybe Pac-12 and ACC combining, so maybe that's what the conversation is. I don't know. But it, it's it been pretty quiet over there, so it was kind of, like, about time. I'm kind of just like, all right, well, I but I also want to wait until it's done to react to things because it could change in a moment when someone hears about this, another conference could swoop in, another team could do something crazy and try and, you know, switch things up. So I'm honestly kind of like okay cool good to see good to know noted once it's officially done i'll i'll be i'll be in to discuss okay. so there's two there's two parts of this a i am i agree with you completely but it's like i can't quit realignment i i can't no matter <laughs> you're no like, matter how, like i can't quit it the other part to the the I acc being um you know acc is looking at what's happening in the big 10 and the sec and they're saying, well, where the fuck's our money, right? So they're looking at ways to potentially see if they can get out of the deal. Uh, but this this is what uh-huh. makes me laugh. So this was Ross Dellinger, friend of the program, Brett McMurphy, also friend of the program. They were both kind of the ones reporting on this. And this is McMurphy's quote, right? Clemson, FSU, Miami, UNC, NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech are the magnificent seven ACC schools, sources told, Action Network, these schools... I've met in the past several months, lawyers examining the grant of rights. Now, my first thought on this, by the way, isn't like, oh my God, what a big story. My first thought is like, are some of these fucking teams really going to call themselves like, like NC State for real? Actually, most of these schools, right? Like, like (laughs) even Miami has been a fucking dumpster fire. Like, but, but like what NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, like, yeah, guys, guys, we need more money. Everyone, get around here, guys. We are the Magnificent Seven, um, and we we like like. Are you serious? Are you are you serious? Can you see like the like meeting notes and itinerary? It's like meeting of the Magnificent. You know, Seven. afterwards, right? I, and I view these teams as just entities, not people. Like clubs in and like Florida State. It's like, can you believe NC State is is getting in on this shit? Like, can you believe that? Like, fuck them. Let's go to the Big Ten. Like, I don't even want to. We need it's like be the a, magnificent um, yeah. We need an Annie Agar um, <laughs> Zoom meeting of the Magnificent, magnificent Seven. Seven. Um, if she could get us that, oh, that I'm would be sorry. wonderful. Because it's... if your Magnificent Seven includes NC State and Virginia, you you are not you you're something is wrong. Magnificent. The Magnificent Seven. Also, why magnificent? Frankly, like what? who was like, oh, magnificent? Frankly, Clemson should be looking like, at this. Okay, and Florida State is on the rise. But Clemson should be looking at this and be like, like, fuck off everybody else. Like, like, come on. Magnificent. Seven. Yeah, don't rent our coattails. Well, you can you could argue like, OK, you get like a basketball school in there and they can help you out. But yeah, Virginia's fine. But I'm... their basketball is so unwatchable. I fucking hate them. Um, I just the Magnificent Seven. I was so It's so nowhere. bad. It's like who wants to watch a 23 to 18 first? That is every game Virginia has ever played basketball wise. I mean, as an Iowa football I, fan. <laughs> Ooh, that's deep. Fair. But at least I I <laughs> would never place magnificent in front of Iowa, okay? I would, okay. I would say yeah. shittacular seven, okay? Okay? <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for an alliteration. Like, why yeah, magnificent yeah. No, no, seven? Yeah, like, yeah. why? Like, magnificent seven. Like, it's like Iowa. It's like Iowa's getting together with Purdue, Aaron. Rutgers, and... 
what they're, did... they're, they want something more. It's like, oh, all right, guys, let's let's get it together here. Ohio State? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ohio State, we hear you. It's like, yeah. what? like no. Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. Um, What was it that they called? It's honestly, this was like last year, and I like can't even remember. The Big 12, the Big 10, and the Pac-12. What did they uh, call themselves? Was it just like oh, an alignment? The Alliance. The Alliance. The Alliance. Football is so dumb. I love it. <laughs> Why are they coming up with these names? Like, like, what's like, happening? Virginia what's wrong Tech with us? hasn't done anything. Like, <laughs> these teams suck. They're, they're shitty programs, and you can't do the basketball thing with Virginia Tech. You can do it with Virginia. NC State, I don't yeah. even know. Like, you're just the you can mediocre ish. seven. With some good top, UNC. you're very top heavy. So I get it. I know how this works. The conferences are top heavy, right? I my Iowa is a good example. Arizona, well, Arizona basketball. Like, I'm not even going to get you involved because yeah. it'll turn into a heated debate. I know I don't want it. No, I mean it, in terms of football, it we're not. You're on the rise too, though. Relevant. But I do love the magnificent seven and these teams just fucking coattailing their way into this conversation. I don't know why. All week I've been thinking about that. So. Yeah, we just really don't need to name everything. I think that's what we've. But I also think it. Come yeah, to I also the agreement. Think, by the way, this ACC thing will be interesting because I don't know what they can do. The lawyers are involved, right? So the lawyers are looking at this and they're like, "Hmm, how can we get out of this?" And they've tried to cool this down. It does seem like they're going to try and work and maybe uh, make the value there. But either way, it'll be fascinating to watch this. Um, speaking of uh, media deals, did you see that it's official now? I know this is came as a sh- big shock to everyone that ABC and ESPN are now going to have SEC You know, games. I saw their little trailer. Um, yeah. Uh, I like how you called their little well, trailer. Like, <laughs> I saw their little trailer. Well, it was trailer. like 20 seconds and there was no Texas or Oklahoma. Like, that's why I watched. I'm like. There was, there was Oklahoma oh, was in there? there. I was quick. Yeah, the, the Sooner Schooner. Okay, well, um, yeah, yeah, they. But shots to oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I am, um, that's going to be awesome. Like, again, all, like it SEC. It's, but it's funny that, like, we've been sort of waiting for, like, the announcement of, like, oh, like, we didn't have, like, an official word that ESPN got the rights to the, the CBS they're, games they're, that they're paying they had like lost. $8 trillion dollars for it. Like, I know. Like gonna, but I know. It, yes, it was a little trailer. It wasn't a big trailer. Yeah. It was good, though. It was a good trailer. It was a little, little isn't bad. Now, speaking of little, yeah. Stetson Pettis. <laughs> I, I know. I that. shit out of every episode, even though I don't mean to. Stetson. Uh, all right. Yeah, I've me up so on you, you need to you need to catch me up on this. In, in all seriousness, I've seen on Twitter that Stetson Bennett hasn't graduated. I don't I have not put not. any time. Okay. I've not put any time into confirming this. This could be Twitter just lying to me. It does that often. No. Is there any, like, validity to this? Basically, so, actually, friend of the pod, Chris Marler, who works for Saturday Down South, noticed during the year that, like, the um, football players who ha- who are graduating that year get, like, a patch on their uniform that says SEC graduate, and Stetson didn't just- have one. And so this has been, like, a long, like, and he pointed it out, like, kind of during the season, and then uh, Georgia tweeted their, like, congratulations to their graduates, and he wasn't included in it. So um, Stetson did, in fact, not graduate. There's no confirm or deny on this, but, like, based on the very, very intense evidence, and also this was all over TikTok as well, 
Um, he did not graduate from college, and he was there for what seven years. So I was just looking um, this up, and we, and we jokingly made a Tommy Boy reference uh, that he's not a doctor. Um, and but like, yeah, he didn't even. I mean, Tommy Boy finished. So Tommy finished college in seven years, and Stetson Bennett didn't. So Stetson Bennett is twenty-five years old. Okay, uh-huh. he was at Georgia. I mean, twenty seventeen. Like he, he was a walk-on freshman year. He transferred, and then he came back. We know the we know the Georgia story. So he came back in twenty nineteen, yeah. which would still be ample time to. You know, he was a fifth year senior. In 2021, I mean, it's <laughs> funny. I'm just reading. I mean, I I look. No, no judgment. No, it's not no, like, but there's a little judgment. There's no there's judgment here. Bit. It's more just like kind of funny because it's like he 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 did what most people dream of, which is going playing a sport in college, having the best time of your life, drinking and partying your face off after winning back to back national championships, and then just like, all right, you get drafted and now you just chill. You don't even have to play football. You just get paid to to be there, I, you know? I, I, Which is basically what he was doing at Georgia. He's paid to be I there. I think he's one of the most interesting people to ever play quarterback. Like, um, good, bad, or otherwise. I'm not saying the best. He walked on. Yeah. He transferred. The story's exhausting. Dude got arrested. Um, won two natties. Was a beast in the playoffs. Uh, was hung over on Good Morning America, like horribly hung over, right? Like beyond recognition. I would be too if I was drinking Pappy's for sure. out of the bottle. Good for him. And, and got, got arrested like and then, you know, did well in the draft in both landing with a good team, like that could, like with a great coach, that he may have an opportunity to play was drafted way or higher than people thought. He is fascinating in every sense. And he may not have graduated after like being in college for <laughs> like 30 years. I, um... I don't know how this story is going to go, but I'm enamored just with him as a whole. I am fascinated by Stetson Bennett. There has to be a doc that eventually comes out on him, like a thirty for thirty. It would. Uh, I, I hope would he watch works it. on like, his I interview skills before they do that. But yes, you will. Yes, I think he'll get to a point where he's like married and has a family and a little bit more, you know, sober for those you interviews. Know, and it'll be great content. His wife. He's going to own like a oh, million. Yeah. His wife will be like. Uh, uh, like some sort of supermodel, right? That comes from yeah. some incredible wealth. Like this is not this is not done. We've seen this story. This before. is not done. So I'm I'm interested to see it, but I am fascinated by him. Um, so yeah. it was pretty hilarious. It was all over TikTok, yes. and I just thought it was funny because we we somehow he's been out of school. I think we've talked about him on every episode of this podcast since the national championship. Um, Let's talk about another Georgia quarterback, soon to be Georgia quarterback. Now I've got a confession uh-huh. to make. Dylan and if this is Rayola. Rayola. How do you how did you say yep. it? Okay. Rayola. I've been saying it that way, but sheepishly. Uh-huh. Not leaning into it. And and you know how well, we are when it comes to pronouncing We're terrible names. with names. I, I we're, we're bad I, with names. I wrote in a general. thousand words on him and I'm like I I you know, I had to make sure <laughs> I could say his name right. So Rayola. Now, so Dylan uh-huh. Rayola. Number one prospect in 2024, number one quarterback in 2024, um, six foot three, 220 pounds, Arizona kid, um, g- commits to Georgia, and he uh-huh. picks them over USC and Nebraska. 
His dad played at Nebraska. Actually, the momentum to Nebraska felt kind of real, like depending on who you talk to. Sorry, Jason. I know, I know. I know Jason was tweeting about it. I was sad. I would have loved to have seen him at Nebraska. And USC, of course, yeah. would have made a lot of sense as well. Like when you consider yeah. Caleb Williams probably leaving, Lincoln Riley, et cetera. Yes. Close to home, all those things. So he commits to Georgia. Now, I think this is fascinating on a few fronts. Uh, Stetson Bennett has done very well, but it's not like Georgia quarterbacks are known to have like statistically monster seasons. I know he was top five in the Heisman, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like they're not like you're a, you're a, a cog in the machine at Georgia like you are at Alabama. Doesn't mean you can't win the Heisman, but it's not a place where I've said like, oh, oh it's Ohio State. Or it's or it's Lincoln yeah. Riley. So I found that interesting, and the mm-hmm. fact that they lost lost their OC, and still get this commitment, and even the the like the quotes are very much like processy, very much part of the process. I think this is a huge mm-hmm. deal for Georgia. I don't we don't do recruiting. I don't know how good this kid is. Everybody I've talked to says like he's one of the most coveted quarterbacks of the last couple of years. I um yeah. Symbolically, though, I think this is a huge deal for Georgia as they're looking now at like a new level of sustained success. Yeah. As you were like talking through that, I was like, well, this is the Alabama blueprint. Okay. You win a couple national championships without, quote, great quarterbacks and game managers. And then you pivot to getting highly touted quarterbacks and continuing to build and maybe be a dynasty so this feels very alabama-esque now you did mention that he is an arizona kid yes so this is actually a huge commitment for georgia for another reason because this young man went to the fine institution of pinnacle high school not only did spencer rattler go there but i in fact am a pinnacle pioneer myself really and so, yes, and so I have to root for this kid's success, and never in my 30 years of existence have I ever rooted for Georgia, and here we are. This is what's going to make me root for Georgia, is they got a kid that went to the this same high like school I did. This is like the reverse Stetson that we're doing right now. Like, like <laughs> I know. It's the weirdest thing in the entire world, but it was funny that, yeah, I did go to Pinnacle High School. I was a cheerleader there. We'll get we'll get producer around a picture. You can see what I was oh, like as a cheerleader. Um, brave and with the internet but go ahead yeah well i mean I, I it's fine um i i was fine in high school i was all right i wasn't like by the way you're nerdy you're, the, i the thumbs my... up i like the the <laughs> i was all right it's fine i had a, my awkward stage was in middle school don't worry um but oh, yeah great. i that took a turn too uh, um, of course. but yeah i went to pinnacle so and so did spencer rattler so hopefully you know maybe a little bit easier of a yeah, journey no kidding in college football but um yeah so i will be rooting for this kid to be successful and by nature of that rooting for have you heard anything like i know with spencer like when we had talked like you the buzz was palpable and like you kind of heard things about you know like him coming up have you heard anything like good bad or otherwise i have not but now i'm gonna ask around i didn't know that i'm certainly gonna ask around boy what a good we're gonna check in on character we're going to check in on all the I'll things. Tell you what, Arizona has had a pretty good run of football, high school football of late. Um, of course, Bijan, um, others. Like, Arizona is on pretty good pretty good tear here for high school football. The fact that Georgia went to Arizona to get him as well is kind of a big deal. Um, 
Yeah. Normally, I, and I wrote about this for Bleacher Report, but normally I, I caveat everything like this is only a verbal commitment, and I think that's assumed. This felt finite in his in the decision. Like when ESPN is rolling it out, like it felt very orchestrated. So yeah, Kirby Smart could leave or something could happen. But like um, the other part of this too that I, I do want to talk about is George's current QB roster, right? So they have guys that have been pretty highly recruited. Like they have three quarterbacks and are were all coveted. They're all competing for a job now. And there have been whispers of the transfer portal and guys leaving even before this. This has got to yep. create some separation, I'm sure, on this roster. And, totally. and they're all uh, underclassmen, right? These are all kids that next year will have eligibility left. So if it's not coming this year, it's coming soon. And if it's not coming now, yeah. it's going to come when they lose the – they don't win the starting job. So Georgia, like you mentioned, the Alabama blueprint, and that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about taking that further to, like, recruiting elite quarterbacks, which they've done. Now Georgia's going to have to deal with – and they've, they've dealt with it already, like, losing uh, elite players, like, in droves because this is – you know this yeah. is going to happen here too. But um, still, it's a big, big commitment uh, for Georgia. Um, recruiting, Dion. We haven't talked about him in a few weeks. Um, Maybe all week. Yeah, it's true. So, you did I know. This to I'm me sorry. Again. So they got the commitment for the number 80 overall player in 2024. They're trying to continue momentum. I bring that up as just a talking point. Like I, I was seeing teasers, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit of like their games now being a big deal. Like Dion's Dion's mm-hmm. games being must see TV. Like, I have no fucking idea where this is going. I have no idea how good they're going to be, how good they're going to be in three years, and anyone who tries to tell you otherwise I think is full of shit. Yeah, I think they're going to be good. The issue is, like, what is it going to be right now? Like, this next year is mostly what I'm nervous about because there's going to be a lot of pressure on those players to deliver. Um, And I don't know that you can do it this quickly, transitioning this much. And I understand a lot of players came with him. But still, I feel like um, there might be a little bit of a transition period that may be a little brutal for some of this stuff. And some of these, and they're also joining the Pac-12. If you join that yeah, conference, it, chaos ensues. So should be interesting. It's not, and it's also not like there aren't teams that can't compete with them in in Oregon and even Washington too. So I and USC obviously, but like it it should be interesting for the next year. It's uh yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. They are we're talking Big Twelve. For some reason, too, like my association with them is always still Big 12, and I still goof that up. Um, their win total is three. Oh, Colorado. Colorado, I was like, yeah, I don't three. just because I w- went to school. Oh, when no, I was in no, school, I'm, They, but I could see why I, you would I'm, do that. I, I mean, that's going yes. to happen to us, though, now. Like, to think I literally just did it with USC. I was like, oh, USC for another year. But, like, other than that, like, it's so weird. It's all going to change. Um, well, and part of this, too, when I was thinking about that was – we're starting to get kickoff times. And yes. the one that we got was TCU Colorado. And that is, uh, are you laughing? Yeah, because it was like, the big games are on Fox. And it's like Ohio well, State, it... Michigan, and TCU Colorado. Okay, <laughs> like, that is pretty good. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> um, you know, I, mean, I didn't really think about that at the time. It's a Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, Fox. You keep telling yourself that that's the same thing. Well, it's funny, too, because like, Nobody's fucking with Ohio State, Michigan being 11, 11 a.m. 
Like it, it's it's forever at eleven a.m. It's a day game. game. And I say eleven a.m. as essential. Yeah. Um, for you, that is that nine a.m. Nine a.m. Yep. Um, it's it's got to be, and they they're not going to screw with that. Now, I, I have not looked up this line. I wanted to do a little bit of, I'm assuming they got a line on this game. Okay. Oh, this is fun. Guess the point spread for TCU Colorado. Now, little as you think, I'll let me fill that air. TCU is losing its Heisman finalist quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're losing their great towering wide receiver. They're losing their best running back. They're losing their best lineman. They're losing all sorts of pieces. So Col- they're losing a shit ton. Colorado's favored. No, they're not. In fact, they're they are what? Oh no, no. All right, so TCU, if you're making that this, face, I was gonna say six and a half. It is twenty and a half. TCU is favored by twenty and a half. By twenty twenty and a half points. I don't know what to do with that. I mean. You how no, TCU, what's what, what the, what's the you're speechless. Odds, I, I what are the odds you can get if you take Colorado to cover? They don't they don't have money line bets right now either. No, but just to cover, what would you get? So so no, just minus one ten. You're just like you're you're minus twenty and a half, plus twenty and a half. Now, that's TCU. No. I which part now? You you can't just say no. You're taking the twenty and a half? Yeah. Colorado was an a fucking atrocity. Last year. But like you said, yeah, TCU I, lost a lot. And 20 points is a lot of points. Where is this game being played? Um, hold on. It's, I don't know if it's home, if this is a, I know TCU is listed I as guess the it's home fair, team. But like 20 is a lot of points. That's like Alabama level and no offense to TCU, but like, what? Um, yeah, but I would Colorado take like 12. Sucks. I would take like 12, but 20? Um, it is, it's at, it is at TCU. I gotta get my scheduling shit in order. I should know that. Okay. I'm embarrassed. Did you say I'm I, embarrassed? I'm embarrassed I mean, I for forgot me. Drake May's name the other day, so I really don't think you need to be embarrassed. I didn't even know Colorado was at the Pac-12, so <laughs> what the fuck do I know? I mean, um, the greatest college football podcast to ever be. You're welcome, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Like, I'm, by the way, I know we're talking Big 12 win totals today. Yeah. We got to get into some of these fucking game of the year lines because I'm looking at these and like, I want to go tackle my neighbor. Like that's what how excited I am just looking at these. Like Arkansas LSU <laughs> in the middle of running in the middle of September. Yeah, LSU minus thirteen and a half. That was like a very southern slash midwestern. Yeah, I do that. I do that. I want to go no, tackle I, my neighbor. I'm I, so I excited do I like, could tackle my you, neighbor. If I go do a story in Alabama, I'm speaking Bama by the end. Fluent, fluent Bama. Uh, usually not in the middle of a podcast, but I will speak it. So, um, yes. So 20 and a half. I don't know what to That's do with that. That's a lot of points. I, yeah, I'm going to, I guess, mate, what, and that's what weekend? This second? S- September 2nd, which is. Technically week one. That's week one, okay. right? There still is a, a week zero, but. um I mean, yeah. yeah, I could see. But, like, also, that's what I sort of meant when we talked about Dion in the first place is, like, how does how does college football Twitter react to that? Like, say they lose by 20. All this hype of Dion, oh, it's the only spring game that's on, you know what I mean? Like, I, come on. 
Come I, on, like the Dion factor. Well, oh, everybody's filling seats. Great. People aren't going to yeah. show up to Colorado in the snow to watch them lose by 20 points this year. I, they might. Mm-hmm. They might. They I might. don't think and, they will. Know, I honestly, College the, only kids? Paral- the only parallel, like it feels USC. Like when USC, before no. it's, it, now, now hold on. No. Just as a very quick jaw, no. So um, USC before last year, I'm not comparing Colorado to USC, by the way, to be clear. You are. But, but there was an element of unknown in how this was going to go. <laughs> and you're still patronizing me. I'm going to keep talking. Now, they added a great quarterback, like Caleb Williams came over. We didn't know how good he was going to be. <laughs> we knew he'd be good. We didn't, we didn't know he'd be a fucking, like, this good. Okay? Colorado is doing the similar blueprint. They're adding a really good quarterback. The team is not good. The expectations are not USC, because people were betting USC to win the national championship. Actually, some dumb shits are doing that with Colorado now. I still think there's an element of mystery here with Colorado, just because the team is so different and they were so bad that part of me just wants to bet over three wins and just see, like, what the hell happens. Okay, I we were arguing different things. What I was saying was I don't well, think— Well, you, you snap-drawed me. Like, you just, Well, like... because I thought you were saying that, like, like the big draw of Dion is that, like, he can put butts in seats and people will come to the games and the student section will be filled— I'm just saying that I, yes, I think initially that's going to be a big deal, but if they start losing games and lose by 20 points in the first game, people are going to be very hesitant to show up to their home games. And their the student section. I slightly disagree. Because I think USC is a completely different home. animal when you're thinking about, like, okay, even if USC didn't look good right away. Yeah, they still won't go to games. They don't give a fuck. Exactly. So it's. I genuinely, like, would be concerned. I'd actually be more concerned, will Dion be disinterested than the fans? Dion may just be like, you know what? This is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. I've got to remain my... I, well, I'm that's just... the thing. So blame it on the fans and be like, well, our student section is... I, I, I already see the press uh, conferences that's good. now. I like it. Um, okay. Before we talk... Well, actually, let's just talk gambling, and then we'll get into random shit. Okay. Big... 12 win totals. We promised this. I I have, okay, to be clear, I have not made my picks for big 12 win totals yet. Uh I just want to talk about them. I just want to peruse through and and talk about big 12 win totals. So you did look at big 12 win totals, right? Like, is there there a team that you want to, which, where do you want to start? This is completely organic and terribly planned. We did not talk about any of this. That makes it fun. So where do you want to start when it comes to the Big 12? I guess we got to start with the elephant in the room, which is Kansas. Because last year, we obviously had a discussion about over two and a half games. That obviously happened. Um, Kansas is set at over six and a half. That sounds fucked up, doesn't it? Six and a half? That's so many games. Am I still going to make the under? Maybe. But the value is definitely on the over um, per usual. But I feel like that's a really big jump to go from. So six and a half, six and a half plus 130. By the way, I think I think DraftKings literally put up uh, conference championship odds like while I've been refreshing, which is fascinating. And we'll, we'll hit those for the big 12 too. So six and a half plus 130, under six and a half minus 130. Mm-hmm. Um it it feels 
it it doesn't feel like it's smoke and mirrors with Kansas. Um, they got a really good coach. They got a really good quarterback. It feels like there's some sustainability here. They had some weird games though as well. So if you look at their schedule, and and like let's just do this: Missouri State, that's a win. Illinois, not necessarily. Nevada, should be a win. BYU, not necessarily. At Texas, I don't want to like jokes aside. That's a tough game. UCF, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma at Iowa State. I I would go under. Okay. Like this feels like an. So under. now Kansas fans will come for you instead of me this season. I oh, but I love Kansas. I do. I love Kansas. You can't I would take love that them back, to go. Though. You said under, so no. But like, but <laughs> here's your here's your road. No, here's your road trips at Nevada. They should win. Nevada, not not great. At Texas, at Oklahoma State, at Iowa State, and at Cincinnati. Those are all really super annoying places to play. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's hard I, schedule. Look, I agree with you, but I just wanted you to take the heat for it. So I'm not... Oh, so you're setting me up. Basically, which is basically what this podcast is, is just me setting that, you up. I I um <laughs> I do want to talk about Cincinnati as well. Um, So Cincinnati moving to the Big 12. The schedule I talked about a few weeks ago feels really, really weird. The win total opened at five and a half. Four four and a half. Now it's to five and a uh. half. Over plus one fifteen. Under is minus um one fifteen. So it's close. It's like it's like a coin flip on in terms of like the vague. So at Pitt, not easily. Miami of Ohio, Oklahoma at BYU, uh Iowa State, Baylor at Oklahoma State, UCF. This schedule is so weird. Like it was, it was so, this is just weird. At Houston at West Virginia, and versus Kansas. Those last three games are probably going to swing that wing total. Somehow. Yeah. It feels like... I'm going to... I would take the over, five and a half. Hearing that. Wit. Yeah. Is there a line on that pit game? Oh, man, I love talking gambling. How much you miss this? Or am I just like a psycho? No, I, I do. But, I, yeah, I would I would take... I think I would take the over. Well, I would, I, I, it's a great line. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's go. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. Eastern Kentucky win at Pitt. That feels like a loss. Yeah. To me. So one and one Miami, Ohio win two and one Oklahoma at home. I'm going to go loss. What do you think? I'll take it as a win. Okay, well, now we're fucking confused because we're going two different ways. I have to write this down. I have three. Hold on. You have three and one. I got my I got my finger tally okay, up. I got, I, okay, at BYU. Loss. That's a loss for me, too. So I'm two and three, and you're three and two. Iowa State at home, that's a win. I got to write this down because I'm incompetent. Baylor at home, I feel like that's a loss. I'm Oklahoma State in the road. Probably a loss. Yeah. UCF at home, that's a win. Although maybe, I don't know, UCF that's was pretty good. That's a but we'll take it as a win. Well, ah, shit. All right, so that if that's a win, I'm five and five. You're over. At Houston. No, I'm only five. Oh, then I was four and six. At Houston, that should be a win. Yes, so that would make me over. And then West Virginia, ah, this a is win. a good number. This is a good number. Yeah. This is a number I'm probably not partaking in. Um, 
but I'm I I'm I'm excited to see it. So I'm gonna bet that. So there's that. <laughs> now that we talked that oh, you're through, in. I'm in. Why not? Um, I do want to talk about Texas too, because it does feel like we're doing the thing where Texas is back. Oh, are you getting those vibes? Yeah. Are you are you no. getting those Twitter vibes? No, I'm not getting those Twitter vibes. I am. Oh yeah, people are excited about Texas. Oh, it was the Urban Meyer quote. He said, "I, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find a better roster than Texas." Yeah, well, like, did Texas you see that? Problem quote? has never been their roster. <laughs> it's not not. They have, um, if, they, if if it were based on having a really good roster, Texas would have been back a while ago, so. Oh, boy. Texas, she's right. Like, just deal with it. Now, their number is over 9.5 minus 115. Yes. Under 9.5 under minus 105. Let's roll through it. All right, so they do Rice. That's a dub. They play at Alabama. I'm not willing to say loss yet. I'm going to say loss. By the way. Fine. We'll go loss. One and one. At uh, versus Wyoming, that's a win, two and one. At Baylor, it's a game Texas should win, probably loses because that's like the most Texas loss ever. Mm-hmm. But we'll say three and one. Home versus Kansas, four and one. Oklahoma, win. Texas wins that game. Yep. Five and one. At Houston, six and one. Tell me if I'm full of shit. Versus BYU, where? Uh, home. Seven seven and one. Home versus Kansas State. Eight and one. If it was at Kansas State, I don't know. Kansas State's pretty good, by the way. And then they end at TCU, at Iowa State, and Texas Tech. All right. I'm gonna make I'm gonna say something that I, I think I'm gonna regret. Um Texas shouldn't make the fucking playoff with this schedule on this team. Okay, so you, what you had said before was that um, you were getting Texas's back vibes, not that you were giving Texas's I, back a, vibes. I'm, I'm, I'm Kramer. I'm, no, no, no. But I'm wow. I'm sort of. I'm just curtailing it okay. a little bit. Okay. I'm not saying Texas is back. I'm saying this team is really good, and if they don't, if they aren't back this year, this schedule is not that fucking hard. Okay. So you're. I. I. I'm, I. I'm not saying Texas is back. I'm saying, I really if like. If Texas over makes the college half. football playoff, that would, in fact, mean they were. Back. No. So maybe. it would, it would. Um. So I mean that's fair. It's a fair assessment after looking at the schedule. I would give them right around the nine to ten win, range there. So. Yeah. I will stay away from making that bet, but... So, the there's lots of interesting ones here that we could go over. The last one, what about little Oklahoma? Because oh. this is another team that I don't I don't know. We have no idea. I have no idea. Um, Arkansas State, SMU, at Tulsa, at Cincinnati, Iowa State. Okay, right? That is what you think would be a very... Easy. Um, very easy start they play texas they play ucf they play at kansas at ok state versus west virginia at byu at tcu mm-hmm. schedule is not that bad but i have no idea what to do with this team yeah i i don't i would be even concerned with them playing even those first three games like i just feel the- like not good about the vibes from like you were getting good vibes from texas i'm getting really not so great vibes from oklahoma 
And they have basically the same over under as Texas, by the way. Nine and a half, minus what? 115 over, under is minus 105. Do people just yeah. like look at the logo and go, you know? Um, go with that. Yeah. That's exactly what people do. Because, ma'am, no, 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 no. Take the under. Um, so there, there is our official. Oh wait, no, no, no. no, no I no, looked no. at the conference what? winners, and Big Twelve wasn't on there. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> do we? Who is on do there? Do we want to talk about who's on there though? Big Ten championship winner. It feels a little newsy, actually. I have not seen these anywhere. I'm looking at Twitter. So yes, ACC championship odds: Florida State plus one sixty-five, Clemson one plus uh, plus one seventy-five. That is fascinating to me, only because. How long has Clemson held down that yeah. for a while? I'm sure there'll be uh, some sort of conversation about them. Those odds will shift as the the season gets closer, for sure. Uh, North Car- North Carolina plus. Oh, that's just the game Luke. winner. These are just game winners. Yeah, this is, these are championed. Uh-huh. Um, Louisville plus twelve hundred. Wow, interesting. Uh, Miami plus eighteen hundred. Not doing it. Not falling for that shit again. And let's talk about the magnificent seven. North Carolina State plus two thousand, Virginia Tech plus uh, ten thousand, and Virginia plus twenty thousand. There is the magnificent seven. Wow, dog shit, dog shit, and dog shit. And then Big Ten, Ohio State plus one seventy, Michigan plus one eighty, uh, Wisconsin plus five hundred, Penn State plus six hundred, Iowa, Iowa plus fifteen hundred. I, I got nothing. I kept off on that. Other than go Hawks, we're, we're all counting on you. Go Hawks. Yeah. Uh, but that's fascinating. Uh, Big Ten's going to be wild too. Um, any other football thoughts before we move into random shit? I'd PGA. No, too. we got to talk some golf. So what are we betting? What are we betting this weekend? I don't know, but I thought the odds were kind of crazy. Like the favorite is Scotty Scheffler at plus 700. Yeah, like, it's a little weird. Like like that? I mean, you could get Rory McIlroy at, at plus 1,600. That's that's kind of... I, I feel like Rory's kind of fucked. Meant, like, no, right no, no, now, yes. Just, I'm just saying you just can does... get really, oh, yeah, really good odds on this. Even in top 10, you could get pretty good odds. Absolutely. No, Um, I am... I am debating getting on the Kepka train again. Okay. I think I'm going to get back on okay. at plus 2,200, even though he really burned me badly in Masters. Masters. Yeah, that hurt. And and I kind of like Cam Young at plus 3,000. Okay. Um, What about you? Do you have any... No, because... You, you got any winners? No, because I'm still, like, riding the high of Jason Day winning. Um, again, awesome. probably one of my favorite golfers ever. And then the story just about like his mom and battling cancer. And this is his first Mother's Day without her. He wins the tournament on Mother's Day. That was too much for me. It feels uh, all the feels. It feels. It was a lot. It was very emotional watching all those videos um, of him. I also just really like him. I think I've said this before, but I hope that he is featured on the next full swing because I think he is awesome. Um, oh, I think he'd be a great ambassador for the tour. Yes, like absolutely. So I would maybe sprinkle on Jason Day just to keep riding that. But I kind of like Brooks. Oh, did you see Brooks is going to be dead? I did. Huge I did. news. I was kind of shocked. Brooks, I was not fully prepared for that news, but I'm very excited for them. Brooks is all grown up. He's going to be a boy dad. Going to be a boy dad. He's got all of his money. 
got his health right now. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't even think about that with my bet. New baby dad, like Mo. Like, ride that into 22 to 1? Yep. Yeah, I'm in. Um, okay, now, everyone's favorite segment. I don't know if I have much. Random shit of the week. Yes. I texted you last week, and I was like, hey, because last week I said that if I was a sporting event, that I would be the Kentucky Derby. Or maybe that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I forgot that I rem- I had texted you saying, remind me, which you didn't last week, to tell you which sporting event that I think you are. I came up with a, a version, your version of the Kentucky Derby for your personality. Okay? Okay. Okay. If you had to guess which which sporting event. I don't, I don't know. I um. All right. Well, let's see. I like pretty positive, I would say, uh-huh. if I'm assessing myself. Uh-huh. I'm somewhat patient, kind of. You're nodding no, I'm just, somewhat I'm just, just work through it. Just workshop it. Um, so, like, maybe intensity, a sporting event. Like, I, I love UFC. I don't think it'd be a good UFC sporting Enough. event. That ain't me. Nope. I think it might be the Masters. No. Close. Oh. Close. You're the players. And I am the players. You are the players, the players. Because one, it's about the grass and about oh, like a so certain fucking... patch of grass. Okay. Big into grass. It's yep. it's golf, so it's still like relatively broy, but like it's the players and it's not stuffy like the masters. Okay. Yes. It's not over the top wild like the Phoenix Open. Okay. It's but nope. it's the perfect amount of like dad and frat boy put together. And then I, I, I think that's good. Yes. I, I'm buying this. And then this. it's like not overly like fancy either, but not too casual. You can wear a nice municipal polo to this and municipal pants or shorts. And there's beers consumed. I uh you could not have done a better job Thank explaining you. that. I think this is my yeah, I think uh, this is my um my calling is like get to know you and then I can pick which your which sporting event you are. So if you'd like me to do your instead of like a it's like a, a tarot card reading, I just read your judge your re- shit out read of you. Your, no, I read your um your sporting event auras um, and I tell you what sporting event you are. But you would be the players. I uh I actually think that's spot on. You kind of nailed it. I have no no comments, no notes. No notes. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Uh, I um. I, I, the Masters, when I said it, because you described it in the way I wasn't thinking about it, because Masters is like, it's spring, it's golf, it's ever, but like deep down the clientele at the Masters, not me. Players, which I've been to and I love, um, fucking missed out this year due to COVID again, (laughs) um, is, is definitely me. It is the perfect combo of like sophisticated bro, which- You're that's right. what I aspire yeah. to be. It's not too fancy, not too casual. Wow, that's very impressive. Thank you. It's my gift actually um, now, so that's very exciting. I I do have a um, two show Go. things. One which I figure, uh, one I finished, and one I'm going to start tonight. Okay. Um, I finished watching Severance. Which, okay, you've been talking um, about fucking fabulous. Uh, I fabulous. Mean, highest highest. Adam Kramer thumbs up level for a show. Okay. And it's it, even now I'm watching Succession which is also in this category. Like there's some gargantuanly good shows going on. Yes. Severance like watch it. Okay. Just just watch it. Also, just Conor McGregor doc on Netflix okay. uh starts today four parter. 
where they're like with him when he breaks his leg Ooh. against Poirier and stuff. Like, yeah. um, but it's like I don't I see it right. No, I don't. Th- well, probably, but I I don't know. I, there's not many athletes now. I think that you could watch on like current athletes. I guess that current like at their peak, and he's not really at his peak. That you could sell to someone who's not a fan of the sport and say, "Watch this person, and you'll be interested." Yeah, that's fair. And it looks it looks great. I am really excited. I think it's McGregor Forever or whatever it's called on Netflix, <laughs> like, which is perfect. But like even the clips I saw were like they're interviewing him in the hospital after he broke his leg, and he's like he's going through it. It's like vulnerable, and it's also still like peak McGregor. I am very excited for this. Whether you UFC fan or not, I think it's going to be pretty okay, good. Okay, I'm going to need you to watch it, then give me a little insight on whether or not my squeamishness level will be I, is I will. too high to watch it. Um, a show recommendation that I just finished is Shrinking on Apple TV. That's actually on my list. You too. have to watch. It is so good. I it's I haven't felt this like attached to characters in a show since like Ted Lasso, which by the way. We already discussed it. I cried on an airplane watching. But um, uh, yes. I'm not prepared for it to be over. But anyway, shrinking, so attached to the characters, loved the like premise of it and just everything. Um, it is so good. So it, that's something in non-sports related that I would tell people to watch, um, especially because there's no Formula One race this weekend. So people have to I'm, do something. Did you see that? It got canceled. For I flooding, did. I was devastated. It's like the first that, time this no, season that I've been able to that I'll like truly be able to like sit and enjoy a race, and it got canceled, which feels like a personal attack on me that the weather's doing that, but also very serious weather stuff there. So hope everyone stays safe. Yes. No. I um I did see that, and I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Yes, we got PGA though. We got we got some goodness. We got NBA, we got playoffs. NBA playoffs. Go Nuggets, baby. Go Nuggets. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Did you see that the Lakers Warriors was like the most watched series um, in like twenty seven years? It doesn't shock you though, does it? Like, because it was fun. It's LeBron versus Steph. It's the LeBron Steph, the two best like, players my, in in basketball. My kids who were like are starting to get into this now. Mm-hmm. They were they were blown away that LeBron and Steph like were playing in this series, yeah. even though they didn't they don't quite understand what it means. They're like. Well, who do we want? Are, yeah, to, who I, we love I love like, that. I love that. I don't know. You. Who do you, who do you um, want? Like, whatever. Do you think that they, like, I'm curious that generation, like, who they grow up thinking is, like, the best basketball player. Like, LeBron is is good still, but also, like, he's certainly not LeBron yeah, of it? LeBron's, all, the best of LeBron's, I best version of LeBron. It, I'm trying not to get myself it, in trouble. Can you tell? I'm like... Please don't cover me. He's not at his peak right now. Okay, no, he's not. He's, he's, he's not. He's aged. Yeah, he's so aged. It's he's still amazing. But like Steph is so good still. Not to say LeBron's not because he is, but well, like Steph is, is, is just so different. Yeah, and like yeah, exactly. He's known for other facets of the game. So I'm just curious if like your kids are they more like Steph fans? They, you know what's funny? They ask. I, I get asked this like twice a week. Who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan? Uh huh. And I can't, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm. This is not. I'm not well, turning my fucking house in the first take. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're different. They're different yeah, players. Yeah, Michael's like, the goat. Much, He's the original goat. LeBron yeah, is the best basketball different. player we've ever seen. What's What's really funny is my youngest, Cam, who's three. Uh-huh. Um, he he doesn't get any of this. He's yet. like, what? and 
So he's like, does LeBron play for UConn? Like he's mixing college and like like he's like he's just trying to fit in. He's like, when does San Diego State play? And it's like, well, buddy, that's a kid that watched March Madness because his dad gambled on the game. I know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the other, I don't know if I brought this is a fun segue. So when we watch games now, Mm -hmm. it's oh, who do we want to win? And I'll say whomever. And be like, did you bet? And there, it's becoming the question for every mm-hmm. game. And I've started to say no, even when I've said oh. yes, because it's a little glaring. Like yeah. when they ask me, did you bet? And I was saying yes a lot. Um, and I'm trying to keep it on the rails, at least like outwardly. See, I think that if someone would have introduced me to sports gambling earlier, I would have been a little bit better at math. You know, I think I would have taken a more serious look well, like, at math. Like, I would have cared about numbers a little bit more. So, you know, not criticizing my parents by any means, but, like, you know, I think if I would have been watching football games and basketball games and knowing, like, who needed to score what and who got the points, that would have helped me a lot with numbers. It, it's So... It, they asked to, like, we got into... I'm with you, by the way. We do this, and then I'm like, so so-and-so has to win by two and a half points. Uh-huh. And that's a whole explanation. Exactly. And they're like, but if you lose, where does your money go? I'm like, you're like, buddy, it goes, it goes to the bookie, son. <laughs> well, so they're like, so you actually lose money? Oh, yeah, that, that's how that's it how goes. works. Yeah, that's how it works. Well, and if you're still on the green, technically you didn't lose money. You're playing with house money, well, and like that's a whole nother thing. So yeah, I oh, genuinely yeah. think that my parents could have saved money on my math tutor um, if they would have introduced me to sports gambling. So. It, Come this on. is a lesson all the parents out there. Like, yeah. initiate gambling to your children earlier. <laughs> this podcast is responsibly. For, responsibly. responsibly. Yeah. Um, yes. This podcast is for parenting advice. I feel like we give great parenting yeah. advice. You know? Responsible gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I don't have anything else. I'm hoping to finally play golf. I have not played much golf this week. I'm trying to get out of the golf course on Friday. I think um, I told you that I'm I'm learning pickleball. Yes, how was it going? Well, I haven't started yet, but I'm very excited about it. I have like a new, well, at the tennis club here, they have like dates you can sign up to go learn, and mine's in June. But I am going to learn this summer. When you said dates, I would, I thought like, I don't know. I thought I meant like I was going on dates with people who play pickleball? Like a pickleball date. I mean, I'm down to date somebody who's like investing in pickleball teams. Like, that's cool. Hit me up. It sounds like a rom con right there. Like, that sounds like a good, like, we met on the pickleball court. I mean,. I have always wanted my life to be a rom-com, so hopefully that works out. But I think that's where we should end the podcast in this conversation um, for certain. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, for Paige, I'm Adam. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>